I just spent three years of my life in mental hospitals, so why am I crazier than I was before? From the ages of 14 to 17, I lived in various psychiatric wards, all close enough to my home in London so my parents could bring my homework on the weekends, but not so close that I could actually attend school, which I wasn't allowed to do anyway. This would have been unimaginable to me and my parents when I was 13, when my biggest concerns were how well I had done on my French test and whether I should quit violin lessons to focus on my GCSEs. But shortly after my 14th birthday, I, very suddenly, stopped eating, that most basic of human activities that even infants can do. I also soon after stopped passing any waste due to the whole not eating thing, so I guess I had regressed to the fetal stage by that point, a zygote, atoms, pure nothing. When I was checked into the first hospital, my body was cannibalizing my muscles and heart for nutrition. I had developed, the doctor said, anorexia nervosa. He was right about that, but pretty much nothing else he told me about anorexia turned out to be correct. Why I had it, what it felt like, or what life would be like when I was in so-called recovery. Even the name was wrong. Anorexia nervosa. Nervous loss of appetite. I didn't feel nervous. Anxious, depressed, manic, and hopeless, yes, but not nervous. And I never lost my appetite. If only, that would have made matters much easier. It was all a constant, ever-reverberating shock, even though on so many levels I was an archetypal anorexic, so you'd have thought someone might have foreseen how all this would go for me and warn me. But I guess they hadn't, because they didn't. I thought everything would be fine once I left hospital, and certainly once I reached the weight my doctor had set for me as a target, because that's what the treatment focused on. Just get up to your weight, dear. Things will feel different then. Wrong again. Every story people told me about anorexia ended post-treatment with the promise of happily ever after. My neighbor's sister's lawyer's best friend's daughter had anorexia, admitted to St. George's for a bit, and now she's at Cambridge. Send the girls away, feed them up, and then they come home, right as rain. So why post-treatment was I spending my days alone in my bedroom, obsessively washing my hands to the point that the skin around the knuckles broke? After three years of fearing food, I now feared my own skin— and spent hours a day washing until I bled, and I bled everywhere, on my clothes, on rugs, and of course all over my diary, leaving bloody trails on the pages that have now faded to brown streaks. I was here. And when I finished writing, I went to the sink to wash my hands again, because who knew what I might have picked up from touching the pages? My horizons were so narrow, so closed. Where was the wide expanse of my promised happily ever after? For the next 20 years, I had two full-time jobs, being a functioning anorexic and being a functioning but extremely obsessive adult. This was very tiring, not least because I also eventually got a third full-time job, which was working as a journalist at a newspaper, although at least I got a salary and holiday time with that job, which was a lot more than I got from the other two. For a long time, I told no one about my past, because I worried they'd see the madness I tried so hard to hide. But anorexia leaves scars, from the illness itself and the treatment of it, which left me traumatized, institutionalized, and in a state of deeply arrested development. Anorexia is probably the most widely discussed of the mental illnesses, because the media and public will always be fascinated by extremely thin girls and young women. It is also one of the least understood. 
people think it's about wanting to be thin. They think it's just a matter of refeeding the patient. And they think it's a modern illness that is simply a response to modern preoccupations. Wrong, wrong, and wrong. The term anorexia nervosa was coined in the 19th century, but the phenomenon of adolescent girls refusing to eat has existed for more than a millennium.